Blog Talk Radio. Radio Nation, you are tuned into the 411 Lounge. I am LeVar Evans, and it is my honor at this time to uh, bring on the cast of the upcoming play here in Chicago entitled Voice of a Child. Now, if you are in Chicago on April the 20th, this is definitely the place you want to be. The play is going to be at the Portage Theater here in Chicago, 4050 North Milwaukee, in case you did not know. Uh, at this time, uh, while we are awaiting the writer and director, uh, Richard Gallian, who we're waiting on, we do have a couple of the cast members of that play, Elizabeth Jenkins and Devon Deontay. And, guys, how are you doing? Great, great. Uh, I'm, I'm good, good, good. How are you? I'm doing okay, doing okay. Uh, welcome to the show. Like I said, we're kind of waiting on Richard. Hopefully uh, he will join us here shortly, and I guess – in the meantime, I'll kind of kick it to you guys. This is, uh, you know, with plays such as they are, you know, the art of the play has pretty much come alive. And I went online and I saw uh, previews of this show. Tell us a little bit about you guys' roles. Or let's start kind of first uh, behind, and we'll go ladies first with Elizabeth. Tell us a little bit about, you know, your acting background and the character that you portray in this play. Um, well, most of my acting background came from when I was in high school. Um, that's where I did most of my plays and got a lot of my coaching. Um, and then it kind of died down when I went to college because of the area I was in. But now that I came back to the city, um, I was ready to get back into it. So this is kind of my coming out show as an actress, as an adult. Um, and I played the role of um, a young woman named Felicia. She's a mother of two little girls. Um, and my girls have gotten taken into custody, DCFS. And um, Felicia, um, she has a rough past, um, and she has a lot of wounds that need to be healed, and um, she's a little rough on the edges. She's been through a lot, um, hurt, you know, regret, everything. Um, so she's just, within this play, it, it kind of helps turn her around and, and find a, a new light, I guess. Um, and help her to heal from her past without telling the whole thing. Without giving it away for everybody. And uh, uh, Deborah, what about uh, your acting background and the role that you play in this uh, play coming up? Um, Well, I've been acting for almost six years now. Um, I've studied at Act One Studios in Chicago, and I've also I've done a couple of workshops um also to learn and work on the craft. Um but I, I play a, a character by the name of LJ. LJ is a God fearing man 
Um, he he's also he's had his his own personal struggles in his life, which led him to, you know, go to God. And what it is with LJ, he is you can you can almost say he's the voice of reason um, with some of the other characters that that have their struggles and the things they're going through, because he's been through some things in his past. He's kind of the one that tries to guide them to make better decisions. And, you know, sometimes when, when we have people in our lives that, that guide us, we always don't, we, we sometimes don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you get the back and forth thing with, with LJ and some of the other characters. Um, it kind of goes up and down. But, yeah, it's he, he he's pretty much a, a good guy just trying to, you know, lead everybody down the right path. And for both of you uh, as working actors, I know I always hear, you know, with every actor, they tend to find the inspiration for their character probably in somebody in their life, somebody that they've heard of, or probably, you know, through readings. Where did each of you kind of find the inspiration for your character uh, that you're portraying in this uh, play? Um, okay, I guess I'll go first. <laughs> um, uh, this was kind of difficult because um, she's just such a deep character. She's just such a opposite of basically. And so I kind of, um, I've had experience actually working in the DCFS field um, with the um, whole foster care. And so I kind of dipped a little bit into my experience with that as far as working with the mothers and the family and hearing the stories and and hearing, you know, how they felt and the emotions and the feelings. And so that kind of helped um, me to understand, you know, how Felicia would be feeling, experiencing, you know, losing her kids and, and everything like that. And as far as personally with what she's been through in her past, um, I kind of have people um, in my life that I, I know who have experienced um, similar things, who have shared things with me and kind of heard things, and I kind of, um, actually watched a couple films um, that kind of dealt with a lot of the issues that she's been with. So to kind of dip into a little bit of everything to help bring it out because she's such this this deep character. So kind of had to go a little deep. <laughs> I said, you got a little deeper there. That's very, that's very good because it's like I hear so many stories about how people actually get the inspiration for the character. And uh, what about you, uh, Devon? Well, for me. Um, like you know, like I was saying before, like we we all we all go through things, and we you know have people that try to guide us and put us down the right path. So I took you know some personal for myself, where where people try to give me insight um, on some of the mistakes that you know I've made in my life, and then also I had a friend who was going through um, a situation, and I found myself you know being that person for for her at the time, kind of, um, you know, trying to help her out with, with, with her, her, her situation. And, and as I did that, and, you know, later on, I went back into my script and it it sort of clicked for me and I'm like, okay, well, this, this is that guy, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this is that person. So all of that, that emotion that I was feeling like just trying to, you know, drill it in her head in a positive way, you know that that kind of rubbed off, and I kind of took that in and just stirred it up in the pot and developed the character. Fantastic, and 
I do believe on the line we've got the man of the hour himself, Richard Gallion. Richard, how's it going, my friend? Uh, I'm good. How you doing? Doing all right. What's doing up, all y'all? Right. I apologize. <laughs> no, no problem. No problem. We were sitting here and talking to uh, Devon and Elizabeth about their roles in the play, and I've got a couple of questions for them, but since uh, you're joining the party here, uh, really quick, in regards to the play, tell us a little bit, uh, especially with writing and directing. It's I know, especially for a play, it can be challenging. Where did you pretty much get the inspiration or ideas for this play, and was the process a challenging one for you? Well, um, I pretty much got the idea for the production just by seeing life itself, you know, um, knowing different people, going through different situations, and, you know, um, everyone has a story, you know, but and everyone tells the story different. The way I get stories to actually tell it is through visions and dreams from God. Well, you know, God had given me visions and give me dreams of something, um, you know, that I didn't solve in my life. And it's it's just so much stuff. You know, sometimes it's hard to explain because people get to looking at me like, is this dude crazy? But uh, <laughs> it's just it's so much stuff to explain. But uh, mainly just watching life um, every day and, you know, then I get visions about different things I see. And it'd be as clear as day, um, the vision. It looks like real life, so it's when I when I do decide to write it or direct it, it's it's easy because I can see it. I can like it's like looking outside, like I can see it. <laughs> if that makes sense. No, no, it it makes sense because sometimes it's like the things that we want to do, we can we can see it. We just have to put the pieces together and actually make it work. Yeah. Now, for those that uh, and. If you go to Richard's website, uh, richardgallion.com, there's a YouTube preview uh, kind of of the show itself that you get an idea of it. What can folks expect when they go to see uh, this play coming up in April 20th? Well, actually, the YouTube video that's on there is the YouTube video from the last production we did, mm-hmm. which is called Living Without Love. Okay. And I just basically have that video up there just to portray the type of work that we have to offer RNG Productions. And um, but with this production itself, um, you know, people can definitely uh, see redemption. Some people may be able to see themselves on the stage. It might just be looking like, like they look through a mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, they're just be able to see real-life situations, man, and not the, you know, the phony things people try to put up there on stage. And for... Uh... Devon and Elizabeth, my question to you guys, uh, when each of you first came across this play and read it, what did you guys take away from it? And what do you hope that the audience walks away with learning? I'm okay. Can I go first again? Yep. Um, Ladies first. <laughs> um, when I first read it, my first thing was that it was real to life. Um, it was, like what you said, a lot, of, a lot of situations and people who were dealing with real things that that's happened in real life, and I think the audience will be able to, of course, better connect and relate to it because, um, you know, it's not it's not made up. It's not endings that are like fairy tale or anything like that. It's just it's real. The the feelings are real. The emotions are real. The the situation is is real. And so that's my first thing that I took took from it was that 
you know, I could, I could relate to this because this is really happens or you hear about it, you know, or anything like that. So it's just, it's, it's down to earth. It's real. You know, it's not Broadway or fake or anything like that. It's just, it's just real. You know, that's my main thing that I took from it. It's real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> what about you, Devin? Um, for me, I mean, like like uh like Elizabeth and and Richard said, it is, it it is it's real life. It's it's true stories. It's things that that we as people go through every day. Um, and what I I feel that that the audience will will get out of it or should get out of it is um you know the redemption like we all we all have problems we all go through things but but with with this production there's there's a solution mm-hmm. to the problem and you know whatever it is you're going through you know the struggle whatever it is you know the hard times as long as you you know stay focused and maintain your ground and and just keep pressing forward you know things will get better. So I think that it's it's a very a very you know good good message um in this production that should touch everybody. Everyone, yeah. And I tend to think especially as you say that especially with things going on in not and particularly here in Chicago, uh, there's a lot of things going on uh you know in the city that Definitely. I think Kind of, and I think Richard, you probably agree with me. Where it kind of, this kind of resonates right into that, and it kind of brings that message across. It's probably needed at this point for people who are going through things. Would you say? I say, mm-hmm, you're right. Yeah, so, uh, definitely. And you, uh, Richard, you've done you know print work, commercials, movies, TV, and stage work. What's the hardest to do, and what is your first love? If you had to pick, just from one of those. Which one would you pretty much go towards? I would go towards acting. Okay. <laughs> it's it's and the reason I chose acting is because when you're studying for a script, you mainly just have to study for your character alone. Um, you really just have to bring your character to life, and you know, um, of course, you have to have chemistry with your opposition in the scene or in the film or whatever it may be that you're working on, but it's less of a headache. But when it comes to writing and and, and directing, um, one, even with the writing the writing alone, sometimes you would doubt yourself. You would doubt your writing. And, you know, even as, like, I remember we had the table read. I'm looking around at people's faces to see if they actually fill in the script. Like, okay, how are they going to take this? You know, it's like... <laughs> It's like it's, it's it's a scary moment because it's like you don't know what to expect from people, and mm-hmm. then you know of course uh, I can say yeah I'm a strong man and I can handle it, but if somebody said man that script whack, it's gonna touch the softest spot in my heart, and I'm gonna try to act <laughs> like you did. I'm like Lord, I'm cool though, so what? You know at least I'm trying, but you know it's just it's, it's tough because you don't know you have to be able to accept the bad criticism as well as the good. And then when it comes to directing, um, because I'm you know I'm young, 28 years old, some everyone in the cast is not going to be uh, my age, and everyone is not going to be younger than me. So it's tough to direct those. You know, you may run across people with 
pride. You know, you you may run across people who been doing it longer than you, who think they know more than you, and it's tough to actually work with those individuals. And at the end of the day, you can uh, you get you know you, you all can mess up a relationship that you once upon a once upon a time had, just you know due to pride and due to egos and you know you have I have to deal with not just one but it's it's fourteen other people in the cast. So there's a lot of egos to deal with, uh, a lot to deal with, uh, set, wardrobe, people being on time, the pay. You know, at the end of the day, everyone wants to get paid, you know, so you have to pay everyone. It, it's so tough. But if I could just narrow it down and just focus on acting, I would do just that. Definitely. Without giving away the production, <laughs> this is where we're going to have to be careful. For each of you. Uh, hold on, I'm sorry. Before you finish, it, they must have said some stuff to gave some over the way. No, 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 no. No, oh. no actually, I, they didn't give anything away. But the question I'm going to ask probably may give different points away, but this is where we're going to have to be careful. Okay. For each of you. Give me wisdom, guys. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have read through this, started to prepare for this play. What point of this play was poignant for you? Which part really stuck with you or probably affected you in some way? And I'm going to go ladies first. And like I said, be careful. Oh, we don't want to give away like the, the ending and be like, you know, Titanic where we're like, yeah, the ship sank. No. <laughs> <laughs> what point really stuck oh, for you? Um... Okay. The point that really stuck for me, um, I would say, oh, man, it's more than one. Okay, well, I would say for my character, um, it was a point that really stuck for me when, uh, okay, she, um, I can't even, I don't even know how to put it into words. It, when, when she's redeemed. In some way, shape, or form, I'm not going to tell you how, but she's redeemed. She's she sees the light. I say it like that. Uh, no, you, I, I'd say you need to say any, nothing more because that that. Yeah, I want to. But I, I'm not. I don't even know how to put it into words, so <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, <laughs> she re, she sees the light, and um, her life has changed. I feel like that. And yeah, what about you, Deborah? Um, the thing that I mean, the whole for for me, the whole production sticks out because from Absolutely. from beginning to the end, it's it's just it's awesome. Um, but I'll, I'll just you know be simple, and I'll just you know the thing that sticks out to me that should stick out to everybody else if, you know, is, you know, with God, any and everything is possible. Yeah. Simple, straight to the point. And, Richard, what point do you, I know, and, I mean, you're the writer of this, but what point did you think uh, will stick out with the audience when they come to see this play? Um, I think if if people can't appreciate what God has done for them already is is definitely a reminder, especially when you have uh, 
thing is, don't put a question with it after the period. You have some, you have some people who's you know leaving this earth at a, a young age, and you know some parents is is getting angered because it was their only child, you know. But there's a line in the production that I think um, will really get people to uh, uh, appreciate what God has done for them. I mean, I just can't, I can't go. <laughs> out there and we get get a chance to see it and it seems like uh you know especially from i mean when you you know whether you're reading or hear about the title or from listening to for you guys talk about it um it definitely you know uh veers a lot towards uh, the whole thing of uh faith and having uh i guess keeping that faith uh, in God, and, and, and especially in each character, whether the character is uh, someone that's going the wrong way at that moment or someone that's already along the right path, uh, is, it, is it kind of one of those uh, things where every character, whether it's good or bad, they tend to eventually, or somewhere along the line, Richard, uh, I guess if they have, I guess the message at the end message of the play, not to give, like I said, to give everything away, but it's that that faith will get you through the day and get you to where you have to get to. Yeah, faith will get you to another part of destination, to another part of your your destiny. You know, just uh, simply relying on your faith. But uh, um, the one thing um, I had to really be careful about, uh, we're writing this because, of course, it's for God. But I didn't want to sound preachy. You know, I didn't want after every sentence, "Thus said the Lord," this and that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, you have some of those productions out there, mm-hmm. you know, but it's it's really allowing people to determine things for themselves. It gives you a, it gives you a choice. You have an opportunity to choose uh, just by watching the production. And uh, I know that the, the one thing that people will get from it is if you stand on God's word and his faith, he will see you through, regardless of how bad the situation looks, you know. His, his sight for things is way better. Definitely. Now, each of you being in the acting community, of course there are people who will be at this production, I'm sure, who will want to be where you are at one day. Starting with Elizabeth first, my question is that for an aspiring actor who wants to get to where each of you are, what words of advice or encouragement can you provide? Um, I would say um, is you have to be determined. Um, for me, this is this thing acting is not just um, something that I like to do and want to. It's a passion, and so with the passion becomes the desire, the the determination that you know you have to make a brand for yourself you have to put yourself out there you have to get out there you have to look you have to find you know it's just really just don't give up don't give up on yourself believe in yourself no matter how many no's you get that just means not right now that's all that means is not now or and i would say to just believe in yourself and take that with you wherever you go and don't give up you know keep looking even when it seems like for me 
it, it got to where it was seeming like, ah, oh, when is my chance going to come? I've been looking. And then this opportunity came. And so, I, you know, with God, I took him with me, and, you know, I took him on my journey, and now it's beginning. So I would say those are my words. Just keep moving, keep it going, keep God with you. Devin? Um, my advice would be for anyone that's trying to do this is study. Study your craft. Um, train, take classes, be knowledgeable. Um, this is this is not easy. A lot of sometimes people think it's easy, think it's easy, and some people make it look easy, but it is difficult to sometimes find where you need to be as an actor. So I, I would tell anybody to to study. Study the craft and work hard. Like constantly put in work. Um it was an interview Will Smith did and it it, it really stuck out with me when he said that uh that he may not be the best actor, um the best looking, but but he refuses to be outworked. And that's what it's all about, putting in that work, constantly grinding, trying to better yourself, trying to be the best you can possibly be. So that's what I would tell anybody, you know, that's trying to do this. Just work hard and go hard, like, all the time. What would be your advice, Richard? I would say, first, know this is what you really want to do. You know, you got a lot of people who just look at the people on the stage and just look at the movies and say, you know, one day I want to do this. This is not for everyone. You know, so know that this is what you really want to do, and you'll know that you really want to do it because you'll have a certain passion and a, uh, a certain desire that no one can take from you, you know, no matter what. Even when people tell you no, um, uh, even when somebody um, don't think you can actually bring a character to life, you know, you there should be something that's embedded inside of you that want to just push, push, push. So don't, don't. Know that this is what you want to do. Don't get into it just because you say, I want to be famous and I want to be rich. No, because then you come in with the wrong motive, and that would never happen for you. You know, so just notice what you want, man, and, and come in because you have a desire to do it and you have a passion to do it. And I can promise you, as long as you keep God on your side and you come in with those right things and you come in with an open heart to actually learn and just be the best, I promise you, you will excel in this. You will. And that's fantastic words to end it on. And the play itself, Voice of a Child, here in Chicago on April 20th uh, at the Portage Theater, 4050 North Milwaukee. Uh, for those of you that don't know, showtime, 7 o'clock, doors open at 6. Uh, tickets, 20 bucks, uh, VIP tickets, which are on Groupon, $40. You can get those tickets at Richard's site at richardgallion.com, or you can call 773-653-7424. Richard, Devrin, Elizabeth, I can't thank you enough for coming on here, and I'm not going to say the other word uh, for luck, but I will say break a leg, and I know uh, we are all looking forward to that production being here in Chicago, and I uh, can't wish for all of you good wishes upon that coming up. Where can people find each of you on the web here in about uh, one minute we've got? How, where can people find you? Lizzie Jenkins on Facebook. Okay. Lizzie Jenkins on Facebook, LizBiz1020 on Twitter. Yeah, you can also follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Dev Deontay and Devin Deontay on Facebook. Just go go to my website, RichardGallion.com. You can email me through there. Also follow me on Twitter, uh, Richard Gallion. 
And like we said, this interview, uh, of course, will stay in the archives here on Blog Talk Radio, so you can get this interview here. Of course, we've got links all throughout our Twitter page at News Comet BTR. It will also be uh, available in the next uh, 24, 48 hours over on our webpage at newscommentbtr.wix.com. And also you can get this on iTunes as a podcast for free. So <laughs> in this wonderful world of iPhones and everything else, you can take it to go with you. So for Richard and Elizabeth and Deverin, thank you so much for being on the program. And uh, like thank I said, you. the best wish for upcoming play. And that will do it for the 411 Lounge. I am LeVar Evans, and as always, thank you so much for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.